Hello, everybody, and welcome to the O7 Podcast. I'm Stephen Mial, your host, and today we'll be talking about the biggest NFL fantasy football sleepers that every NFL fan should keep an eye on in their next fantasy football draft. And today we'll also be talking about the latest MLB news and the NBA free agency buzz as well. Let's get into it. Alright, so let's get into the biggest NFL fantasy sleepers that you need to keep your eye out on. Alright, so I get all my information from trusted sources, so today we're going to be taking a look at ESPN, um, ESPN's fantasy football sleepers. We also have Pro Football Focus and also CBS News and also The Yard Barker as well. So let's take a look into what they're saying for who the biggest NFL fantasy sleeper should be. So the purpose that I'm doing this is that I'm taking all these long ESPN, CBS, Pro Football Focus articles and summarizing them for you to make your life easier and to make um, getting to work easier if you're listening to this podcast or sitting on the bus or on the train or just sitting at home as well. Hopefully this podcast will bring you a lot of entertainment and inform you as well so you have success in this year's Fantasy Football League. All right, so let's get into ESPN's biggest quarterback sleepers. And so first up, we have Derek Carr. So personally, my take on this is that I agree. Derek Carr will be will definitely be overlooked due to last year. He, he had a pretty good year, but um, we talk about the improvement on his offense this year. We see improved wide receivers since they added um Devonte adams all right so let's take a look at the oakland raiders um offensive roster so at quarterback we have Derek carr and then his wide receivers um are pro like probably the best nfl wide receiver currently Devonte adams and last year's pro bowler hunter renfro we also look at the breakout tight end from last year, Darren Waller, who is also a pro bowler, who is probably top five, one of top five tight ends in the league right now. And also he has Josh Jacobs, which is honestly Josh Jacobs, in my opinion, he is very underrated and doesn't get as much um, recognition as he deserves. So he could also be a receiving threat, even though he's a wide running back as well. Um, so let's take a look at the second quarterback. So we're seeing Trevor Lawrence from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so we took a look at last year's season where the Jacksonville Jaguars did not have much success, even though they had number one pick Trevor Lawrence. But um, it's understandable because the Jacksonville Jaguars were probably one of the worst teams last year. And um, over the offseason, We've seen a lot of improvement um, in their roster. Um, We see they added Christian Kirk, who is definitely a solid wide receiver to get. Um, But they paid him one of the highest paying contracts in the NFL, which is a bit questionable. But nevertheless, Christian Kirk will definitely put in work. Um, So let's take a look at Jacksonville's 
um, Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive roster. So we see they have Christian Kirk, they have Zay Jones, and they also have Marvin Jones as their wide receivers. So there's definitely going to be a slight improvement in the wide receiver front. Their tight end is also Evan Ingram from the Giants, who is also a solid tight end. But um, I think we see the most improvement from Trevor Lawrence, not from the improved wide receiver core, but from to, but to see like how much he's improved. Because as we know, he was a rookie last year, and now he's going to be a second league player this year. So let's see how well he takes the jump from the first year to the second year of his NFL career. And definitely, I think he is going to be a sleeper, but I think that you should be looking out more for Derek Carr because I think he's going to be more of a threat in this year's um, NFL draft, NFL fantasy football drafts. And now let's look at the third quarterback, Trey Lance. So definitely um, Trey Lance, um, he's going to be pretty good we haven't seen much from him um last year his rookie year because jimmy garoppolo was start was starting for the san francisco 49ers um but we've seen snippet of trey lance's um we've seen snippets from trey lance's plays and he's looked very good we know he's um a quarterback but he's also very mobile as well so let's take a look at his offense so at wide receivers they have Debo Samuel probably top 10 one of the top probably a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL right now we know that he's a threat in both the wide receiver front and he received a bunch of success in the running back front as well so he's definitely a threat that Trey Lance could keep in mind and then also a top five tight end in George Kittle We've definitely seen success. Um, he was a pro bowler last year, and we definitely know that he is very good, and Trey Lance can also use him as a threat as well. Also, Brandon Ayuk, um, a very good wide receiver as well that Trey Lance can keep as one of his um, wide receiver threats. So if I were to rank the first three quarterback sleepers on the ESPN um, fantasy football sleeper list. I would put Derek Carr first, Trey Lance second, and then Trevor Lawrence third. Um, This is because even though we did not see Trey Lance play a lot last year, we've we've seen snippets because he's been started in some games. He's been played like subbed in in some games, and we've seen very good um plays from him and then so it's just to see who improves more over the offseason this year whether it's Trey Lance because we know Trey Lance is going to be getting that starting position um over Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco this year and um so just to see which of these rookie quarterbacks last year um have the biggest improvement next we have Justin Fields all right so Justin Fields. So of these four first quarterback sleepers, three of them have been rookies last year who who've been drafted and um are going to be playing their second year um this year, I guess. Um for the NFL. 
And then, so, let's take at the Chicago Bears um, roster and their offense. So, we see Justin Fields, who's definitely going to be starting um, this year. So, they have one of the most underrated wide receivers in Darnell Mooney, who definitely could be seeing um, a big jump and also getting more recognition this year. So... They also have um, Brian Pringle and also Velas Jones. Um, so Justin Fields definitely has some threats on his offense that he could look for. But um, personally, I don't see much of a big improvement for Justin Fields, not only because um, the Chicago Bears have probably gotten worse this offseason, but I don't. I personally don't have a lot of faith in Justin Fields. We've seen him last year. He's had some good um, bursts as like showing us he's a very good quarterback, but also he's had a lot of interceptions last year, which is honestly something to look out for. And then finally, for the fifth quarterback, we have Kirk Cousins. So personally, I'm a pretty big fan of Kirk Cousins. I think that even I think that he's definitely getting paid um, a lot, even though he's probably not one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league. He's definitely, in my opinion, top 10. But um, I think that, yeah, he's definitely overlooked. Um, people think that um, he's not the greatest, but personally, taking a look at the Vikings roster and their offense, they have probably... Um, one of the best wide receivers in the league in Justin Jefferson. They also have um, previous pro bowler um, Adam Thielen as well as a wide receiver that he could use. Um, personally, though, I think that because Kirk Cousins is getting older and um, we're not seeing a lot of improvement from the past one or two years, so I think he's going to be having a, maybe a slightly better um, year than he had last year, but I don't think that he's going to be um, much of an improvement in the fantasy front. So if I were to rank all five of these, I would put Derek Carr first, Trey Lance second, Trevor Lawrence third, Justin Fields fourth, and Trevor Lawrence fifth. All right, so now let's get into the biggest wide receiver sleepers for fantasy football according to espn so on this list we have already three um rookies that are going to be playing their rookie year this year in chris olave drake london and also garrett wilson as well um so there's not going to be a lot of information on them but what I do have to say is that we definitely see that rookies are definitely a threat in the NFL fantasy football um, league. Like we saw last year, Amonra St. Brown of the Detroit Lions had an amazing year, racking in tons of fantasy points. And also Jamar Chase as well, who became went on to become the rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. Um, so definitely I would pick up probably a lot of rookie wide receivers uh, in Chris Olave and Drake London and Garrett Wilson because they can definitely be a threat um, on your team and rake in a lot of fantasy points. 
But let's go into the players that have played in previous years. So first up is Jerry Judy. All right, so Jerry Judy is going to be going into his third year as an NFL wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. Um, he was an amazing player in college for the Alabama Crimson Tide, but he hasn't really been showing out in the NFL scene. Um, and I think that's because um, – one of the reasons is because um, last year his quarterback was Drew Locke, which is which he is not one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks. But um, this year with um, the Denver Broncos making a huge move for Russell Wilson, um, I think that Jerry Judy is definitely going to be having one of the like probably the best year of his career, and. Um, yeah, I definitely think that he's going to be having a huge improvement and he's definitely going to be raking in a lot of fantasy football points as well. Um, so second, we have Adam Thielen. So personally, I'm not a very big fan of this. So Adam Thielen, we saw two years ago, I believe he had um, a breakout season. He had an amazing season, um, but last year we didn't see as much of that as we liked and definitely I think that we there's a lot of other better wide receivers that you could get instead of Adam Thielen in my opinion because I don't think he's going to be having as great of a season as he had um two years ago and I definitely think that last year was definitely not a great season for him so yeah um third up we have christian kirk um who is as um i said earlier he's going to be a wide receiver for the jacksonville jaguars this year so in previous years he's definitely been a great receiver although he's been playing as a wide receiver too he's um been playing in arizona behind deandre hopkins but i think that since he's in a new team with um, a team that's in the rebuilding phase right now, um, he's definitely going to be having a great season behind second-year quarterback Trevor Lawrence. So he's definitely going to be the wide receiver one in on the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I think that he's definitely going to be raking up um, a lot of points for your fantasy football team as well. So if I had to rank these three wide receivers on the ESPN fantasy football sleepers list, I would go Jerry Judy first, Christian Kirk second, and Adam Thielen third. All right, so moving on to MLB news. So um, as we know, the MLB trade deadline was about one or two weeks ago, and um, we had very big moves from content the top contenders for um, – that World Series from the World Series contenders, such as the Houston Astros, the New York Yankees, and the San Diego Padres. Um, so, we, as we know, the Padres picked up um, Juan Soto, probably one of the best players in the league right now, um, and also Josh Bell. And then we know that the Houston Astros, they picked up um, Trey Mancini, who has been amazing for them so far, and also Christian Vasquez, um, a very solid catcher from the Boston Red Sox. 
And um, we've seen that the New York Yankees have picked up Andrew Benintendi, um, who is also a very solid player. Um, so we come over here and look at the standings um, and the MLB right now. So in the AL East, um, it's a very um, dominant New York Yankees in the first place spot. And then we have the Toronto Blue Jays, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Baltimore Orioles all within two games of each other for the second place spot in the American League. In the Ameri- AL Central, we have the Cleveland Guardians and the Minnesota Twins tied for first place with the Chicago White Sox only 1.5 games back. Then in the American League West, we have the Houston Astros with a very dominant um, lead. Um, So now the Houston Astros are tied with the New York Yankees for the first place spot in the um, AL and um, so it's definitely going to be fun to see who gets that number one spot in the American League. Both are very, very good teams. And um, yeah, we have second in the AL West is the Seattle Mariners, 11.5 games back. And then so surprising to see, but the Angels are actually 48 and 63 so far this year, 23 games back from the first place spot in the AL West. Now moving on to the National League. So we have the New York Mets with um, a 72 and 39 um, record. So actually better than both top um, American League teams, the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees, who are also a New York team like the Mets. And then so we have the Atlanta Braves um, back seven games from that first place NL East spot. Then in the NL Central, we have the St. Louis Cardinals, who have actually been super great um, this past one or two weeks, um, sweeping the Yankees, actually, the top team in the American League. Um, And then we have also the Milwaukee Brewers, who are a close one game back from that top spot in the National League Central Division. And then in the National League West, we have um, the Los Angeles Dodgers, who have been extremely dominant this year with a whopping 76 wins and 33 losses. So four games up from the second, um, from the second seed New York Mets and the team with the best win loss um, record in the whole major baseball league. And then behind them are the San Diego Padres who are actually 16 games back, but are a very solid team and um, made very good um, MLB trade deadlines trade deadline trades, um, which improved their team a lot. So looking at the whole MLB um, overall, we see the Los Angeles Dodgers in first with 76 wins, the Mets in second with 72, and then the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees with both 71 wins and 40 losses. So that's it for MLB news today. And yeah, let's move on to the Um, NBA free agency buzz. All right. So moving on to NBA free agency news. Um, So as of recording, we have big news that actually, according to Adam Himmelsbach, um, we know that the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets have been in talks for um, superstar Kevin Durant. 
And then, so according to Adam Himmelsbach, Brooklyn asked for both Tatum, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown in the potential KD trade, which, in my opinion, is um, absurd. Um, I think that if Brooklyn were to get, um, if Boston were to get Kevin Durant, I think a fair trade would definitely be like Jalen Brown and a couple other. Um, bench players with like a few picks for Kevin Durant um, I think that would be fair but in my opinion the Boston Celtics core right now and Jalen Brown Jason Tatum and Marcus Spart are is very strong um, as we saw last year them making it into the NBA finals just falling short um, to the Golden State Warriors in six games so honestly I don't think the Boston Celtics should trade for Kevin Durant. I think the core that they have right now is very good, but it would also be cool to see um, potentially probably one of two of the best small forwards in the game and Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant. It would be fun to see them both play on the same team. So we'll see how that one plays out. Um, More news on the NBA. So we've seen that... um, Kevin Durant has not been very um, happy with the GM and um, the head coach Steve Nash in Brooklyn, and he's talked to owner to the Nets owner about it. And um, the Nets owner said that he believes in his front office, and that um, more news will be coming out later with how they will handle the Kevin Durant situation. So, um, some more updates. Um, so. Free agent Noah Vonley has agreed to a one-year deal with the Boston Celtics, and he will be going to training camp with them in hopes of making the Boston Celtics roster. Um, some more news: Eric Pascal, um, free agent, um, will be going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Matthew Dellavedova will be going to the Sacramento Kings, and um. The NBA has opened an investigation on the Philadelphia 76ers for possible tampering of James Harden, PJ Tucker, and Daniel House. And um, one more update, um, Juancho Hernan Gomez, also known as Bo Cruz from the hit movie um, Hustle, um, will be going to the Toronto Raptors. So that's exciting to see. Um, and that's going to be it um for this week's nba free agency buzz and um thank you for tuning in to the 07 podcast i hope you enjoyed i hope you learned a lot of new things or learned enough a lot of new facts that will help you um in your next nfl fantasy football draft or if you're um happy to like listen to the MLB standings and the MLB buzz and the NBA free agency buzz. Um, So hopefully you liked it. Um, Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family if you did enjoy and um, come back next time. Um, A new episode of the 07 podcast comes out every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. And yeah, I'll see all of you later. Peace out. Thank <music> you.